0: Hola, my name is Dr. Kelly Alvarado-Young. You can call me Dr. K. I am a Latina, mommy, scholar, registered yoga instructor, and mujer building up confident and authentic Latinas while deconstructing machismo in nuestra cultura. La brega is Puerto Rican slang for struggle, doing the best we can with the hardships thrown at us while still enjoying la vida. Join me in the Wellness Chisme chat where guests co-create a space where we share nuestros testimonios of shifting from insecurity to confidence, anxiety into ease, and fear into balance. Let's work together to build a world where confident Latinas are accepted for the fullness we bring to nuestra cultura. Together, we tear down el dicho, calladita te ves más bonita, and build up confidence, ease, and balance. Let's post up with our cafecitos and get the chisme rolling. Welcome to the Wellness Chisme Chat. Y dale. Hola mi gente, it's Dr. K. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. I am excited for you all to join and hear in this conversation with our guest, Ruby. Ruby, please introduce yourself. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm Ruby Garcia. I'm a leadership consultant, um, career mindset coach, and certified hypnotherapist. I work mostly with the Latina, with Latinas who um, want to move out of self-sabotaging behaviors and thoughts, and really focus on self-mastery um, and
0: kind of developing their personal leadership. That is a lot. How did you end up getting into all of these different areas really with a focus on Latinas and that uh, work of getting towards self-mastery?
1: Yeah, so I think where it really started was I'm a um, first-gen college graduate, first-gen corporate professional. I spent about 15 years or so in corporate before I ever came um, across my first Latina leadership program. And so I went through a program. And my eyes just got so wide open because I realized there were all these things that I didn't know. And it was a couple of things. It was one was like some of the, um, I guess, tools or resources. So I didn't really know about personal branding at the time. I didn't know the difference between a sponsor and a mentor. Uh, I didn't know really how to self-advocate or how culture influences leadership. And so, um, that really opened my eyes and, um, I just really became fascinated with the way that culture does influence leadership. And so a lot of my own work has been around that at the same time, I was going through a coaching program and learning to become a coach. And, um, so I kind of, you know, took the best of both worlds to think about where I wanted to focus. It seemed natural to focus on Latinas being that I am first gen Latina, I can relate um, and also, I like I had this one experience when I was working with the coach and I was trying to explain something about some of the family dynamics and why I felt like I couldn't move forward. And I felt like um, what the response was, well, that's just a story that you're telling yourself. And that it really bothered me because I it felt like it was dismissive of, you know, not understanding the cultural value of family. Family, And so I also really wanted to be representative, um, you know, in coaching is primarily, uh, white. Right. And so I wanted to be able to reach out to, um, people in our community to just, ha- to, to be able to delve into the personal development because I, you know, there's a lot of growth there, but I still think there's a lot of uh, individuals who don't understand the value of coaching or doing some of this internal work. Um, But I had such a powerful experience with with it myself that I I felt like it was a sin not to share it, right? Like I wanted everyone to experience the power of coaching um, and also, like I said, just understanding how cultural influences how we show up in the workplace.
0: I really love that you were able to name for yourself, right? That. Yes, there is work to be done, but a lot of our cultural grounding and that foundation is not a challenge. It's not an issue for us if we're able to reconcile what does this mean, like honoring who we are, and then from there, jumping off to who do we want to be, and that cultural nuance is so important, especially in the Latin community, and with Latinas, like myself, I've been trying to figure out, you know, how do I show up in my family not as the 18-year-old version of Kelly, but the, you know, 30-something of who I am now and break some of those patterns, but understanding like this is my familia and how do I maintain those strong cultural bonds to them? También? Exactly. There's that piece of kind of
1: reconciling. And I always say, you know, take what serves you
0: and, you know, bless and release the rest. I will bless and release a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> there are some things that I will hold very deeply and not let go. So oh, thank you, Ruby. The work you're doing is so important. And so then can you share with us how do you care for yourself and what does wellness look like for you as a person doing a lot of really important work with other Latinas?
1: Yeah. So wellness is very important to me. So I think the areas that I think about most in in practicing wellness is um, getting grounded. And for me, that's connecting to nature. So I spend at least an hour a day, every day walking. And when I'm walking, I'm not just walking just to get the exercise, but I, it's funny, yesterday on my Instagram, I posted a picture of, the path that i walk every day and i'll change it up sometimes and it's funny because i take a picture every single day on that same path (laughs) and i probably have 100 pictures of my walks right but it's about being mindful and intentional while i'm on that walk and noticing the leaves or the you know buds on trees as spring is starting to you know um starting to happen here. You know, it's noticing the way the light shines through the trees. So I'm really mindful and practicing gratitude. And a lot of times, um, you know, I might have company with me on my walk and just, you know, even just developing connection through those walks. So being grounded and being in nature is really important to me. I spend a lot of time quite honestly, I spend a lot of time on myself and I need that um, because in order for me to show up my best for others, I need to make sure that I'm taken care of and that I can hear myself and um, that I connect to my inner wisdom. So that's really important. And then probably the last thing is like, I'm a foodie. I love food. So just cooking nutritious meals and filling up my body with things that are good for me and make me feel feel good
0: those are some really important and easy ways, right, of connecting. Sometimes self-care, people think that, oh, I need to schedule a spa day and I need to spend a lot of money. And it's really about those little routines that help move you towards the big change of the future. Change doesn't happen by just deciding today, I'm gonna do everything different tomorrow and that's it. It's those everyday moments of getting to reconnect with yourself and on your walks for you to know that you need that quiet time, which can be really hard. Like I remember as a kid, you know, even just trying to have quiet time at home, everybody's in the house, everybody's loud. It is what you would expect out of a Puerto Rican house. And it's the (laughs) things that I love and I've had to learn now as an adult to re-regulate and say, "Okay, I'm gonna go sit by myself and just listen to what my thoughts have to say and not hear everybody else's information, which sometimes can be the shadow side of our communal, uh, our communal community of yeah. our communal familia set." Where it's like everybody has an opinion, y también, at the end of the day, how do we inform our own opinion by our familia's thoughts, it'll create the space for us to hear what are our own thoughts and feelings también.
1: Yeah, and I think what you're pointing to is so important, because I I would say the one thing that I didn't mention is uh, boundaries. Boundaries is really important, and sometimes because we are so collective and we're so close, uh there's a lot of enmeshment that can happen within our families. And so we don't actually know what's ours and what is to maybe our parents or our siblings or someone else in the household. And so having that space and realizing like, I, I'm my own identity. Like these things are what I have control of. These are my feelings. Um, Sometimes it takes a little work to develop that skill. I know for me, it did. My, my family was very, very loving and they were really dysfunctional. So, um, don't send this podcast to my mom. Anyone who's listening, but you know, it's it's really the truth. And so, I've I've had to learn those things uh, kind
0: of the hard way, to be honest. And there is this form of compassion, I think, that comes into this unmeshment, right? Like we're so enmeshed. and when we have to unmesh from our familia. Like, we have to be compassionate. They are who they are because of the experiences they've gone through, you know? Mm-hmm. I will never know what it's like to be a seven-year-old nena in Puerto Rico having to go out in the dark to go find the hole in the ground to go to the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will never have to know that. And I'm so thankful to my mother for the decision she's made so that I can be able to do what I do now here But también, like, I never want to be that person, right, and finding that compassion to honor her and give her the grace to be who she is, and not try to change her, has been probably the hardest part, because I'm like, oh, mommy should be like this, because I get into that, right, like, I'm like, oh, you should be like this, or everybody else is like that, But comparison is the thief of joy, right, Mm -hmm. and honoring and being compassionate of our familia being who they are, but also us being who we are and being not afraid to step into who we are can be a really scary experience. Yeah, it can. And
1: I feel like, you know, I I love when I see the stuff of like, oh, I'm, I'm what my ancestors, ancestors dreamed of. But I will say that sometimes I think that is... Um, I think that's hopeful, which is good, but sometimes even in my, like my experiences, with my own family, um, because it's been such survival, they haven't seen the possibility. And so for me to break out into who I need to be and who I've been, who I believe I've been created to be sometimes means stepping out of who they think I am right because there's a lot of conditioning that kind of happens and if you've been taught to especially if you come from you know maybe an undocumented background or something like that there's a lot of um you know kind of shying away making sure not to draw attention to yourself and or if there's even shame around like language barriers for example things like that and Sometimes we pick that up from our families, not even knowingly. A lot of times this is unconsciously. It's not something that's even talked about, but it's unconsciously. And so we have to look at that and kind of work on breaking through that because if we really want to shine, that means that we're going to have to step into the the limelight and that can be uncomfortable. Um, But it's also, I, I think that our ancestors had great intentions. They couldn't always see the possibility. And so I think that this, I really see that Latinas are really stepping into that and breaking a lot of those generational patterns, and um, that's that's also hard work too. So self care becomes even more important when you're doing that type of work.
0: Yes, breaking generational patterns is not easy work <laughs> and it can feel isolating and lonely sometimes especially when you may have a very vocal familia saying oh that's not what we do right all the dichos te ves mas bonita and having to go against that and you know when i started this podcast my family was like why are you putting your business out there and i'm like i'm not putting my business out there i'm telling my truth and that was really hard for them to be able to understand at first. Cause they're like, oh, you don't need to be telling everybody what you're doing. And I'm like, no, I'm telling them about my struggle so that hopefully they can learn from it and grow from it. And also the joy, right? We deserve to have joy in our lives, tambien. The image of the Latina should not always be the hardworking mother, the hardworking uh, person doing two or three jobs, just trying to keep the familia together what about like watching Latinas be happy and winning awards and living life and learning and excited about what it is that they're doing. And that's what I hope that this podcast can also do. So then for you, Ruby, how do you find hope in La Vida?
1: I I think there's a couple of places. I think one is just, I am a mother. So my two boys, I have two boys, 10 and 15 years old. And so I think they give me hope. They remind me. Of why I'm doing the work I am doing. Um, they make me want to create a better future for them and, you know, maybe one day, you know, their families. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, I, I do work with a lot of Latinas and so I hear their stories and they give me a lot of hope, you know. And, um, you know, we are very resilient as a community. And I, I'm always amazed by the strength of their stories. Uh, and, I, as you said, I think we have to give our permis- ourselves permission to rest, to play, to celebrate, to enjoy, right, to disfrute, disfrutar, my Spanish is pochoso, um, I'll say that up front, but to really enjoy life, right, like, uh, I think it's so important to also make space for that, right, because, I mean, who wants to, what's the saying, like, who wants to, um, Work to live, right? or was that? Work to live, who wants to live to work? There we go. might yeah. have to end who wants to li- who wants to work? Who wants to live to work? Who wants to live to work, right? We want to enjoy life too?
0: Yes, and that life can be celebrated in so many ways. And I think one of the pieces that I love um in uncolonized Latinas. Valeria Aloe talks about this idea of competition, especially between Latinas. And I think it's been this dog-eat-dog world where, oh, there's only one seat at the table. So folks can fight against each other and try to rip each other down. And I just love the opportunity to be like, forget that table. Let's go build our own table over here. And guess what? You're all invited and you get a spot. And let's stop the competition between Latinas. It's like, let's Joy and support one another in whatever it is that they're doing. There's always enough. My mom always says, donde de come uno, comen dos." Yes, yes. And Valeria, I mean, that's
1: a book I highly recommend. I have it even right here behind me. As a matter of fact, I was one of—I was the first presale of her of her book launch, and she's really inspired me. And I think we need to look at each other. And when I—I'm um, actually in the process of writing a book myself. And when I. When i started that process i actually reached out to her to find out about her experience and she was amazing and encouraged me and that's the way that we need to be there needs to be more like collaboration rather than competition because you know the in valeria says it all the time together we rise and that's where our focus needs to be right if we want to close the the pay wage gap for example which you know we're all familiar with latinas are the lowest paid demographic, we make about 53 cents on the dollar. Um, We want to close that pay wage gap, then we need to come together in order to do that, right? We can't be competing against each other. This is something that is going to strengthen all of us.
0: Absolutely. The fact that you know she's been able to share with you yeah i'm going to tell you my story and how it's going right those are gifts and exchanges of energy like it doesn't always have to be about cash money believe me i love me some cash money pero también being able to continue building our community continue building our coalition so that we can move forward in whatever it is that we're hoping to do and so then where have been some places that you have created space for latinas to come together in the work that you do
1: yeah I, I offer some different group coaching programs, so I do that. I facilitate a leadership program through a national organization. You know, I um, I, I love LinkedIn, so LinkedIn is a, a platform that I use a lot to build community and to share stories, and I love talking about the things that maybe most of us are thinking, but we don't really say. So having conversations, um, you know, one of the things that I talk a lot about is kind of intersecting identities and, you know, kind of the living in between two cultures or two worlds and, um, or talking about cultural beliefs like Marianismo and how that impacts how we show up, not just in our life, but in in the workplace, it ends up impacting us as well. So, um, or the mother wound, for example, but these are all conversations that I feel like are almost a little taboo. But we're all thinking it. So let's have the conversation in a safe safe space without judgment. I'm I'm big on the you know let's keep this a judgment free zone. everyone's on their own journey and we need to be respectful of of where they're at and wherever you're at is okay. and you know let's learn and grow together.
0: Mm. The idea of being in comunidad, right? like it's again, we are communal people and finding space of others who are exploring or open to these ideas of deconstructing the social narratives that we have are so important in being able to just, you know, post up with our cafecito, with our amigas every week and be like, okay, let me tell you what I thought about. <laughs> and be like, oh, somebody else thought about that. También. And it just forming those bonds is, so healing for all of us yes
1: and it's and that's so true because sometimes we're harmed in relationships or you know painful things happen but we're also healed through relationships and so it's so important to find those people that um not always like-minded but like you I have a friend that says like-hearted my friend Angel says, "like-hearted," and I love that because we don't always want people that think exactly like us, but we we do want people who are thinking, you know, what's in the best service of you that are thinking about, you know, how you can show up in in the way that is um, that comes from your essence, right, and in in the spirit of love, right. And so, I think that finding a community where you can have that safe space is really important in developing as a person and a human being. Mm
0: -hmm. I really love how you framed it as a community of love, because love, you know, people think it's butterflies and rainbows, but again, sometimes love is the tough stuff, right? The, hey, I'm going to call you out on this because I know, you can do better, or I want you to know their resources to support you. Or, hey, how about we talk about this so you can continue growing in your own path, whatever your path is, right? And so love is unconditional and both ways. And having that comunidad of people who are providing that sense of safety, love and appreciation is just oh, so powerful.
1: Yeah, and I think we talk about self-care a lot, but I think the other conversation is collective care, right? So it's it's the combination of the two. We should practice self-care, and there should be some form of collective care, to, because it's, it's more than
0: just me, right? It's changing the me into we. Yes, changing the me into we. Oh, that is such powerful, powerful words, and as we're coming to wrap this up, Ruby, how? what additional consejos do you want to give to our listeners? Don't be afraid to take up space. You know, Show up twice as big as you
1: are. There's so much power sitting there within. Don't be afraid to shine. Be courageous. Show up. It's, it might be messy. That's okay. You learn from it. You grow from it. Um, and, you know, like just be fully expressed. That's that's definitely it. Be fully expressed because that's what the world needs to see from you.
0: Yes. Fully expressed and know that there is enough space for you to exist the way you do. Even in structures that may say, oh no, that's not how you be. That's not how you be at work. That's not professional. That's not this. That's not that. Then they right, need that- you the most. <laughs> yes. yes. Asking the question, why? Why not? Why? be you. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Ruby, for really dropping some great pearls of wisdom in this episode with us. And for anybody who's interested in finding more about you and the work that you're doing, how can they get in touch?
1: Yeah, definitely. My favorite platform to hang out on is LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And you can always go to uh, rubygarcia.com and learn more about some of my services and the book that I'm working on. Um, that'll come out before uh, National Latina Day.
0: Oh, I was so excited for your book. Like I am like creeping on your site. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> when are pre-sales? Sign me up. Looking forward to <laughs> I'll hit you up first, Dr. Kale. <laughs> yeah first yeah i know right <laughs> let me know i am excited oh ruby i could spend all day talking to you and i really appreciate your time and thank you for sharing with us today here on the podcast so with that mi gente that's a wrap hasta la próxima nos vemos ciao some chisme for you podcast listeners you're ready to stop being the pushover hiding parts of yourself from your familia or uncomfortable being your authentic self. Learn how to go from insecurity to confidence, anxiety to ease, fear to balance. The first step is learning what is your Latina personality type? Are you la buena, always putting others' feelings above her own to the point of burnout? La perfecta, who does what everyone says is right, but doesn't really know what she wants? Or la fuerte, the one who keeps it together for everyone else Pero no one knows what's really going on with you. That's definitely my type. Go ahead and participate in the Latina Personality Quiz to find out about yourself and identify ways that you can start to remove limiting beliefs to become your most confident and authentic self. Visit latinapersonalityquiz.com Hit me up on Instagram and let me know what your personality is. Nos vemos. Ciao. Ya llegaste al fin. Thank you for joining me and our guests for some chisme on how we can embrace wellness as BIPOC folk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at labregawellness.com. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join me for another episode of Wellness Chisme Chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and all things wellness. Send me a DM at LaBrigaWellness. Hasta la próxima. Nos vemos. Chao.